This week's support for the fine print with Attorney Jen Route comes from Thrivent Financial. For more than 100 years, Thrivent has offered financial guidance about saving, spending, and sharing. Thrivent helps more than 2.3 million member owners be wise with money through its broad range of products and services, including life insurance, annuities, and mutual funds. To learn more about what makes Thrivent unique, contact John Grolo, FIC Financial Associate, at 614-567-7141. And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Route. With me, as always, is my um, a little melancholy sidekick. Well, yeah. Ben Newdenthal. Yeah. A little melancholy Yeah, today. I had a friend die recently, which sucks. And it does uh, suck. he was an awesome guy. A lawyer, actually. Yeah. Uh, had a big influence on me. Taught me to tie a tie. That's an important and, skill. And uh, that's something that I employed for at least 10 years at when I worked at the, the camera store. That's true. Uh, and you did always wear a tie. I had to. Two weeks after I left, they switched the uniforms to be <laughs> no ties there, right. which side issue. But uh, Dick Davis, uh, one of the best men I've ever known. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a little sad. So yeah. funerals suck and everything like that. But uh, not to bring it and start the show off on a downside. But, uh, well, you know, yeah. it, it's something that's a part of life. Yep. Um, I walked in the race for the cure on Saturday with. My friend Tracy, who's a survivor, and we, mm. Ohio, Columbus specifically, yeah. has the largest race for the cure in the country. Yeah. So me and twenty seven thousand of my closest friends and family were walking. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I got to walk in honor of Connie Hansen, who died of breast cancer a few weeks ago. Oh yeah. yeah. So you know this cancer thing, it just sucks. Yep. It um, sucks. It sucks real hard. Fuck yeah. cancer. Exactly. If you're listening, cancer. Stop listening. Unsubscribe, please. Right. We don't want you listening. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stupid thing to say. Anyway. Right. Uh, more stupid things to say. What are we talking about today? Well, you know. More stupid things for me to say. Well, you say the smart things. I say the dumb things. That's my job here. We're going to look at since we're already kind of in a sad mood. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Buckle up, talk- folks. It's going to be a really fun episode. No. What we're going to talk about today is, you know, after someone dies... What do you have to do? Um, and it depends on the situation, but generally someone has to handle their stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have to do, handle the physical stuff. So mm-hmm. the cars, the personal property, the little tchotchkes that sit in the corner that collect dust. Yep. Um, all of your accounts, houses, real estate, all of that stuff. Right. Okay. And if you don't have... Good planning that all goes through probate. We've talked about probate. Yes. There's there's a trilogy. Uh, Yes. Go go back and look it up. We love probate. Well, Um, we is an inaccurate term. Realistically, (laughs) we want to avoid probate. Yes. So I thought today, uh, in honor of both of these wonderful people, we'd really talk about trusts. Um, Because there's a lot of confusion about trust. And I know we've talked about it before. As far as types of trusts, but I thought we'd go through kind of the basics of what a trust was, why you could consider it, um, and a few of the cool things you can do with a trust. Okay. Sounds cool. Let's do it. So, at the end of the day, a trust is a document. 
It's a contract. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, and it's a where property is held by one party for mm. the benefit of another. Okay. In Ohio, trust law is pretty open, pretty vague. You can basically make a trust by writing it on the nap a napkin. I hereby create the Ben Needenthal Trust. I am funding it with $1. It is for the benefit of my kids. She's actually writing this down, so I have a trust in my name for a buck. Uh-huh. For my kid. So, <laughs> and then uh. you'd have to sign it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's pretty. That, that's And done. done. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. My kid's going to be thrilled. Uh-huh. <laughs> with all of that $1 trust. Yay. <laughs> he had a penny he found recently, and it was the big thing for like a week, and then he lost it. And now periodically he's like, where'd the penny go? I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Sometimes you lose things. So, yeah. But that's a side story. Anyway. Opportunity to teach savings lessons. Yes. Get well, it, note to self, buy Jack a piggy bank. Well, he's also three. So saving money is not really, is a little abstract for him at the moment. So, I'm just saying piggy yeah. bank. <laughs> so Put it in there, lock yeah. it in. Yep. <laughs> That's what I should have done, actually. Yeah, but he wanted to carry around and play with it because it I was, yeah. So it's yeah. treasure. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, so that's a bit of an understatement on as far as how it could be, but sure. it, the point is, it does not have to be something very complex. Right. Um. That being said, it is best to use an attorney to do it. I would stay away from. Says cert- the attorney, by the way. Yes, but here's why I say this. <laughs> Um, I make a lot of money off of a certain online website where you can do your own legal documents through their website and their attorneys. Mm-hmm. And you can also go to certain other people, Susie Orman, um, websites, <laughs> and buy a trust. Mm-hmm. So I had a client who had a ton of life insurance, mm-hmm. like $2 million worth. Yikes. Wow. Right. Um, plus she had IRAs. Plus she had other things. Yeah. And she spent $1,500 or more on a Susie Orman trust. Hmm. Signed it. Great. Out of the box. Here's your trust. Here's the problem. Yeah. She had two twin kids, uh, 21 years old, when she died. The whole point of the trust was to keep money for their benefit so someone else managing the money, because you don't always want to hand a 21-year-old $2 million. They may not make the best decisions in light of just losing their parents. They're old enough to buy booze, I mean, you know, and go right. fight in a war and everything. So, yeah, they're good. They're yeah, fine. they're good. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but um, I generally call 18 to 25 kind of your dumb adult years. Um, <laughs> you're not making your best decisions. So. Right. You know, if you're going to have a trust for their benefit, you want someone older, wiser, maybe better with money, mm-hmm. handling the money, making sure that their expenses are paid, education are paid, that kind of thing. <clears throat> so this client, well, her estate was my client, mm-hmm. bought this trust for more than what I charge for mm-hmm. a custom written trust. <laughs> Keep that in mind, folks. <laughs> But then she didn't fund it. Oh, no. So she had her sister as her primary beneficiary for all of her life insurance. Oh, no. And then she didn't put anything else in the name of the trust. Oh, man. 
So there, it's titling. So when you create a trust, mm-hmm. nothing's in it until you physically put it in it. Now that we're all talking about documentation. So that means you rename the bank accounts. Right. All of your investments go to Ben Needenthal trustee of the Ben Needenthal Trust or right. whatever it is. So this is how you actually put stuff in the trust. Well, <clears throat> nothing was in the trust. So everything still had to go to probate. And all of those life insurance policies went directly to the sister. Oh, no. Who <laughs> then did not want to give it over for the benefit of the kids. Of course not. Of course not. Because if my sister was smart enough to buy a trust, she was certainly smart enough to change the beneficiary of the life insurance policies and chose not to. So obviously that happened for a reason. Mm. And that's how courts look at it, too. Oh, man. That sucks. So she spent $1,500 on a trust that she bought offline. Inside the trust, she named the daughter as the trustee Mm. and the beneficiary. So Mm. the whole point was for the trust to manage money until the kids were age 28. Oh, man. But with one of the kids, who was 21, managing the trust. Oh, boy. So you see the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I can see where an actual live human being might have helped. Clarify that a little bit. Might have made sure everything got funded the way she wanted it. Sure. Might have made sure that another responsible adult, probably not her sister, was the one in charge of the money. Right. Making sure everything got moved over and properly handled. Right. Okay. So we don't want that to happen to you. No. No, that's bad. That's bad. So. Let's talk about the parties to a trust. Um, So, like I said, trust is really a document. Um, And it's made up between the settlor or trustor. So, that's the maker of the trust. And it's an agreement with the trustee for the benefit of the beneficiaries. You said the settlor? Settlor, yep. Fancy word for saying maker of the trust. That's a fancy word. Right. Trustor, same thing. Right. Um, And then trustee is the person who's actually managing the trust. Gotcha. Now, for your average revocable living trust, so this is what most people have. Mm -hmm. It does not protect assets from things like Medicaid spend down. Mm. But what it does is it is putting everything in one bucket. Okay. So that way, nothing passes through probate and everything you have can be managed while you're alive and after your death. Okay. So you're making this contract, essentially, with your trustee. Now, when it's a revocable living trust, you're generally your own trustee at first. Okay. And you are normally the primary beneficiary at first. Gotcha. But the whole point is to plan for your contingent beneficiaries, so your kids, your grandkids. Maybe you have a child with special needs. Okay. So their share gets put in, you know, when you die, their share of whatever's in that revocable trust gets split off into this irrevocable trust so we don't disqualify them from benefits. Right. It's important things. Yeah. So this is just all good planning. Now, the purpose of a revocable trust is really to avoid probate, primary issue. 
It also is to control assets after your death. Okay. Maybe we have an adult child who, well, even though they're 45, we're pretty sure at this point they're never going to get their shit together. Right. It happens. It I happens. know people. Yes. I met a few this past weekend, actually. Oh, did you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, not naming names there, but no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, people I thought might grow up, but didn't. Yeah. So sometimes people don't grow up. Yep. Um, and parents who have significant wealth go, we can't trust our kids to handle this. Or sometimes your children marry someone you don't like. Who that has happens. a different philosophy than you. Mm-hmm. Or you have grandkids that are spoiled little brats and you don't want to add to that. Right. Or any number of reasons. Right. Or the, a big one for affluent parents with younger children is to make sure their children under 18 are taken care of. Realistically, their children taken care of till 25 or 30. Because mm. we expect them to be productive members of society. Mm-hmm. Well, you hope that anyway. Well, you hope. Yeah. Um, but they're too young to say. Mm-hmm. So that's oftentimes when we do this. Um, the grantor or trustor, settlor, mm-hmm. all the same thing, titles everything into the trust. Mm-hmm. And then it, everything then gets managed per the contract. Okay. So you build in language that says, trustee, this is how you manage everything. Okay. Okay. You can put in cash, mm-hmm. bank accounts, stocks, bonds, CDs, um, certain investments. There's a difference between qualified and unqualified investments and what can be titled in a trust versus what can pass through a trust. Okay. That kind of thing. Another time we use trust is for tax issues. Now, in Ohio, we don't have a state tax. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah. So we don't really have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. And at the federal level, um, in 2016, the exemption was at 5.45 million. That sounds right to me. Yeah, sure, you know <laughs> that. And I believe it went up a little bit in 2017. Uh, that's that's how I remember it too. Yes, obviously, we look this up when the time comes, but not a lot of people have this issue. Yeah. But that's 5.45 million per person. In a hmm. married couple. So okay. that puts you at $10.9 million Gotcha. Wow. For a married couple before you have an estate tax issue. Gotcha. So we can build in language where the trustee may make the spousal election for the first $5.4 million. Mm-hmm. So there's no estate tax when the first spouse dies. Mm-hmm. And then you handle the rest of it when the second spouse dies. Hmm. So if you happen to be over ten point. Nine million. Mm-hmm. Then we know that we have to deal with that. Okay. Okay. Doesn't hit most people. No, no. That's a that's a substantial chunk of change. Right. I mean, I don't have that much laying around. I don't know about you. You've got that fancy lawyer money. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I've got that fancy producer money. <laughs> <laughs> I have that fancy law school debt. What are you talking about? <laughs> so that's the real purpose of the trust. Okay. And this is, in the end, it's a contract. Advantages to having this kind of trust is privacy. Okay. So when you have to go to probate court, all it's a court. So everything is public record. Gotcha. Which means anybody who wants to know exactly what's in your estate could go pull your probate file and see exactly how much money you had. Hmm. 
Interesting. Right. We don't like that. No, that's not Mm-mm. good. We don't like that. Um, control. They, I mean, there's no way they can access it, obviously, but they... Well, yeah, they can't access it, but... And... Probably, knowing what it is is right. probably... Knowing what it is, you know, it, it's still out there. Um, and you have probate court all up in your business. Right. Uh, next thing is control. So, again, after you die, you lose all control. Yeah. Unless it's in a trust. Yeah. Because then the trust is the document that has to be followed. It is a contract, which means if you want to control the money mm-hmm. until your kid, ne'er-do-well children die. Your, and Your crappy kids. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I hate to say that, but, you know, sometimes we, we've all seen the trust fund baby that yeah. is a raging alcoholic who does nothing in life. Right. I have a case against a couple right now. They're really fun to deal with. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, super fun times. I bet. Um, That's a family that needed a trust that managed all this stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's preventing them from misspending the money. Mm-hmm. Lower costs. So a revocable trust is a cost up front. It's an investment. You are spending more than you would on a simple will to get it done. Right. It takes more time. It takes more effort. But when all is said and done, you have something that will live with you that is easily amended and it'll save costs on the back end. Hmm. Interesting. So we like that. Um, It's also efficient. Mm -hmm. So I have one client who has property in seven states and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Fancy. I know. I want to go visit. I keep telling them (laughs) I'm going to... Have a trip down to your place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so without their trust, where we have everything titled in the trust, mm-hmm. their executor would have to open a probate estate mm-hmm. in all seven states and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Ah, okay. Because unless you have, there's other mechanisms, but unless you handled this right, then you have real estate that has to be transferred in seven states. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to, um, like, a transfer on death designation is something we have in Ohio. Your average person can get away with that. Mm -hmm. So, like, you um, and your missus grow old and gray, and you still only have Jack as your one son, Mm -hmm. and everything's going to go to him. Okay. Okay. Once he's well above the dumb years, (laughs) we would make a transfer on death designation that would automatically transfer your real estate to him. Makes no sense. probate, very simple and clean. Yeah. Not all states have that. Right. And then you have multiple children, in this case three children, who would have to go and travel to each state to do a closing to sell each piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. That sounds awful. Yeah. And coordinating that. Yeah. And the expense of that. Yeah. Versus one trustee. That's like a seven-state world tour of the most boring tour you could possibly go on. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Right. So, <laughs> you see where that can add up quickly. Sure. Versus, yeah. let's do it the right way right. initially. Spend money up front. Yeah. But we put everything in. Then you have one person who's running the trust. Mm-hmm. One person who's listing the real estate for sale in each state. Mm. 
and you have a realtor, they coordinate everything. You're going to have a realtor anyways. Right. But one person in charge, no probate costs, very straightforward and simple. Yeah. Very clean. Good way to do it. Yes. So it's efficient and it avoids multiple probates. Makes sense to me. So we like that. Um, few, a few drawbacks to a revocable trust. Um, the initial cost, okay. obviously. It's an investment up front. Right. Okay, we know that. Um, and it <clears throat> takes a little more time and energy on your part because there's things that then have to be retitled. So you have to work with your financial advisor or a good attorney will work with your financial advisor to right. make it happen. Right, right. Um, there is an absence of court review. Okay. Courts never see a, a trust. The whole point of a trust is to keep it private. Yeah. So... If someone's not handling things right, it becomes a bit more challenging because one beneficiary would have to file a action in court to say, court, the trustee's not handling this correctly. So then you have a lawsuit. Mm. But that's basically what you're asking. Right. Because there's not a court overseeing it. With probate, the court is overseeing it and looking at all the numbers to make sure the executor or administrator is not you misspending the money. Right. Okay. So, you know, that's, that is out there. Mm-hmm. But if everything's pretty streamlined and you have other professionals involved, like the financial advisor, the accountant, and the attorney, those three professionals tend to keep things going properly. Right. Um, and then it does have a longer statute of limitations. Okay. Um. So a challenge to a revocable trust must be made within two years, um, whereas someone wishing to challenge a will must do so within three months. Okay. So it's two different things. Right. Um, But because a trust can live on longer, it has a longer time. Okay. Now, the other benefit of it is it just keeps everything separate, and Mm -hmm. it's harder for creditors to know how to get after that and make claims I like that against the estate because there's really no estate. Yeah. There's no probate estate. Creditors I like that. can't really come I don't after like creditors. That. No. No. Now we try to avoid creditors. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, fun times. <laughs> um so realistically, the people who should use a revocable living trust. Um the big triggers for you mm. or If you're listening to this and you have parents in their 50s or 60s, might be worth a conversation. Yeah. Um, Because it'll make your life easier 20 years from now. I'm actually really lucky because my dad's an attorney. Yes. And he's on top of all of this stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've I've asked them before just because, I mean, I've seen in other parts of my life other friends who have had parents that have kind of gone through not necessarily the exact same kind of thing. But, I mean, it's... Someone dies, it's always, there's a little bit of drama that happens. It is. And it's like the only times I've ever seen it where there's not is when a lawyer is actually involved. So this is one of those times when, right? yeah, it's a smart thing to do. And it's like, you know, and I've I've asked my parents about it and I've always been assured it's all taken care of. Don't worry about it. Right. It makes everything. So a little bit of planning and investment up front, whether that's through a trust, a will, healthcare power of attorney, financial power of attorney. Yeah makes those bad situations in life, those crises, those someone was in a terrible accident, mauled by a bear. You know, I love that one. (laughs) Um, I've periodically posted 
uh, bear jokes to your, to yes, your you wall do. on Facebook. I occasionally come across them too. Ooh, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything about getting mauled by a bear. Yep. It's unlikely. It's a good, you yeah. know, it's a good example because if not, yeah. you're talking about cancer, which hits home and is really yeah, real. That's a little more in the, the real territory than right. for most people, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Mauled so, by a bear, not many people have Yeah, that, that doesn't to. happen very often. Now, and if you're in Ohio. To and the people in our audience who have been mauled by bears or have had family members who have mauled by bears, we apologize, we apologize for any pain for that this might have caused. <laughs> that's so dumb oh yeah so that little bit of planning though yes a little bit uh, yeah plan up front and make it makes it so smoother. much easier yeah i mean it's in and honestly in that situation i mean it's you're you're essentially talking we are talking about death a little bit so it's like it's going to be an unpleasant time anyway yeah so anything you can do ahead of time to kind of mitigate the make it simple yeah and there's ways outside of trust it's not going to make it easier but it's going to make it less there's going to be but less it, friction and it's not going to make it harder right yeah and i guess that's an important part yeah. right i mean i have some estates where you know mom and dad said well the kids will just handle it and they didn't do anything well then the two sisters disagree on what to do with mom's house and one doesn't want to sell it but she can't afford it the other one just wants to sell it mm-hmm. and it becomes this gridlock yeah and there's fighting yeah. And bonds and all of this other stuff. Yeah. And we don't need that. Right. And so when you're already grieving. Yeah. The loss of someone amazing and important in your life. Yeah. The last thing you want to deal with is nitty gritty law stuff and, and right. you know, who gets what and, and, and parsing things out. I mean, it's that's just who the hell wants to go through that on a good day, let alone on a really, really shitty day. Right. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, good thoughts. Yeah, I like it. So, talk to your attorney, folks. Right at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. Beware of anything you do online for yourself, because you don't know what you don't know. Yep, absolutely. I agree 100. percent As a producer, I I fully back this concept. Right. (laughs) For whatever that's worth. Well, but I mean. I don't know about you, but I find a lot of, especially millennials, think we can all we can all find everything online. Mm-hmm. We can Google it. Yeah. WebMD. Right. Whatever. Right. Well, I mean, you can you can find it online, but like, it's still better to talk to a professional because face you to face. Don't know what you don't right. know. Exactly. And there's all sorts of things that you can miss because you don't know what question to ask. Exactly. Yep. Based on your situation. So. Hundred percent. Yep. True in all things. Relationships are important. Yes. Anyway, so fun talk. Yes. Ha, you know, your yeah. favorite topics. Well, I mean, it wasn't as, as you know, it wasn't the probate trilogy. So, uh, you know. He so hates <laughs> probate. You know, as far as a court goes, probate, pretty cuddly. I, I can imagine. Oh, I know. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways, I'm looking forward to your lawyer joke of the week. But as always, a little housekeeping first. If you'd like to follow us, uh, please do so on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics for future episodes, and ask questions. If you are already following us, thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to including putting out the fine print with Attorney Jen Route every week. Uh, if you're a Twitter user, I am at the Almighty Ben on Twitter. Jen is not on Twitter, won't be, and no. uh, that's the way it is, folks. I did get Snapchat. 
I still don't understand it. <laughs> I don't I, get you it know at what? all. I'm not even sure. I think you have to be under the age of like 25 to really understand I don't Snapchat. Get it. I'm like, okay, so it's it's pictures, but there's there's effects. I what is this? Well, and they yeah. disappear. So like, I have people who will send me, "What do you think of my hair?" And you see it for five seconds, and then it disappears. Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, I I don't know. I I didn't really get a good look." <laughs> this get new it. technology confuses and frightens me. <laughs> yes, old crap. Let I'm, me get out my cane and shake it. At so <laughs> you can follow Jen on Snapchat if you can find her. <laughs> good luck with that. And <laughs> I don't snap very often. <laughs> Anyways, if you are new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. And if you like the show, we would appreciate it if you would take some time out of your very busy day. Go to iTunes and rate and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. Uh, And uh, uh, before I dive into the last section here, I also want to mention uh, there's a a couple minor changes happening uh, at the fine print with attorney with Jen Route mm-hmm. with attorney Jen Route um, we're really busy Jen is especially busy um, and I'm busy as well so it's the the volume of episodes may start to uh, reduce a little bit but that doesn't mean we're stopping it's just we're just cutting back on a little bit just because it's finding time to record is is quite a thing and putting everything together can take time and everything so um, we're still here. We still have all the old episodes. None of them are going anywhere. We're going to continue to make new ones. It's just a matter of when they're going to come out. Right. So, yep. So just we're going to work on a schedule. We're just not yeah. there yet. So keep subscribed and keep poking us on Facebook and everything. We'll be here. But uh, and uh, I would like to thank all of our listeners because of you that our podcast exists. Uh, if you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button. And remember, sharing is in fact caring. And uh, Jen, would you like to hear this week's lawyer joke of the week? Always. I bet you would. It's my favorite time. Why'd the lawyer go to heaven? I don't know. Hell was full. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that or good? Hell froze over. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, anyway, until next week, I'm Ben Needenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you that ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big.